All right, and we're live. Welcome to camp, Mr. Casey. Deer camp, number two, number three. I don't know. I've been to so many this year. I'm not really sure which one's which and all that, but <laughs> it's a good thing. Good. Deer camps are good. Yes. This was good deer camp so far, though. Yeah, we've had some action. Uh, you came up, th- what, Thursday night? Thursday. Thursday afternoon Thursday. to hunt Thursday. Yep. Okay. And how'd, how'd that hunt go? Oh, yeah. I mean, why would you hunt any other way? <laughs> exactly. Just when in, like you said, when in Rome, yeah. why not? Right. <laughs> yeah, I know that first night, uh, gosh, what, how many came into the field? Probably, it was more towards dark because they were hanging on that edge and uh, in that thick stuff. And they were just eating grass on the, the edge of the food plot there. But I'd say by the end of the night, I mean, there were at least eight. That were around. There was a little four point, six point. Um, had my window open close to shooting a doe that was coming in, but she stayed at like forty, and I just want to shoot that far. But um, yeah, then I went out Friday morning, sat in the same spot, had a big doe and two come through, and then another one, and then what did we decide to do after that? Uh, she's now you're wrecking my brain. We went and scouted that uh, new piece of property up in uh, Northport. That's right. Yeah. Which was fruitful. Very fruitful. I mean, what we set a camera at like three o'clock, two thirty, three o'clock, and then had deer on it at six thirty. A buck on it, a nice buck on it at six thirty. I mean. You can't complain there. I mean, when we mucked that place up by going through it, and that didn't matter at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, we walked through pretty much the whole thing other than the cedar swamp. Yep. So yep. That, was, that was pretty good. And then, so that was Friday afternoon. Oh, the Friday evening, we came back here because it was raining. Yep. So we sat back in the box blinds, and um, I had a big doe come out right before dark. And I opened up the window because they were probably 50 yards away. And I didn't even think about checking checking the wind before I did that. And the wind was blowing right to them. And she smelled me, took off. And I think you saw the, the other two that came running out. Yeah, we saw, there was a few, you know, there's there's a big cornfield between us. So it's tough to tell what what's what. I mean, but yeah, there were deer all over the place. I saw a little buck that night. Um that was about it. It was a good night, though. Yeah. Then I had one more come up uh, kind of from that little swampy area between uh, the food plot and the road. And she sat on the edge, and, I mean, she was only probably 40 yards from me, and my window was still open, and then she blew at me. Was she alone all by herself? Yeah. That, pardon my French, bitch needs to die. <laughs> she has been just tormenting this farm for the last... I don't even know. She's been alive a while. She's old. She's mean. She knows where everybody's at. And she knows how to screw up a hunt. That's a good one to go. Yes. Yes, she needs to go. Yeah, and then, so that was Saturday, or that was Friday night, and then this morning we were going to go out. Well, hold hold on, hold on. We had a fish fry Friday night. We fried some walleye. And it was so good, and it's it, that's the kind of food you got to have at deer camp. You got to have a fish fry. I ate 
my fair share of the walleye last night. I'm pretty sure he ate a uh, two-man limit of walleye. Absolutely. <laughs> it was so good. The, let's put it this way. There, there wasn't any walleye left. No. And we made a lot of walleye. Well, you were going to throw away the last piece. I'm like, you can't throw away walleye. So I just slammed that one down, dude. I mean, I also just watched him pound a whole large pizza, too. So, and I don't know where he's not. It's not like Pat's a big guy, either. He's I don't know where he put it. <laughs> really don't. Hollow leg or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, we left here at about 10. Went and grabbed. Or went, no, we left here about 9.30, 4 to 10. Yep. Went down, had breakfast in town, ran to Sportsman's Warehouse, and got some dopey. Spray, spray can. Spray bomb or scent bomb. Yeah, scent bomb. That was uh, that was interesting. That's the first time I ever using one of those. That was uh, that was interesting when it fell over and I was afraid to grab it because I was thinking it was gonna spray me in the face. But <laughs> it didn't. I don't know if it helped, but it didn't hurt. I know that much. Yeah. And then tonight's hunt, we sat the uh, we sat the new piece tonight and uh, very fruitful. It was it was good. It was chilly. Let's see. We were probably both small. <laughs> You can tell you. Oh, jeez. So we get there. We look at the tree, and Pat's like, I'd go up that one. And I'm like, because he's going to go a little bit farther around the edge of the field. And I was like, yeah, look at it. And I'm looking at the one next to it, and I'm like, that one's going to be way better. So I I set up, got all the way up, get my sticks on, get my platform set, crawl up on it. And I'm like, I can't even shoot out of this thing. This isn't going to work. So I get down. I uh, move my platform a little bit to try to see if that will help. Nope. Not gonna help. So I tear everything down, move to the tree that Pat said I should have got in, climb up that, get all set, get the platform set, set down, or I mean not set down, stand on the platform, and boom, what's right in front of me? A branch, a dead branch that I cannot for the life of me break. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta be at this point I'm about ready to just go to the truck and sleep till Pat's done and deal with it, you know, cause chuck it up as a loss. But I moved my platform down about 18 inches, and I, all all was good. Did you go down to? Did you take a stick off? No, no. I just went down below that top stick. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so that seemed to work, and then. Uh, well, and then we did a drag on the way in. So we did. We did do a drag on the way in. And the, then I took that with me and walked. I was probably only what 120 yards away from you. Yeah. On that corner. Yeah. So I drug, I drug the, the one drag that I had down there. Uh, I don't know. I wanted to set up on that corner, but when I got there, I couldn't really find a really good tree to get into. But I wanted to see like the whole field, and I could have sat back, but then I would have been too far away from the field. So there was one, le- there was one tree that was leaning forward towards the field, and it looked like there was a spot I could get up. Probably two sticks at least, and have a shot to the field on my strong side, and shoot on my weak side. Even though it was wide open over there, but like the back cover was good. There were branches like in front of me from the ground, um, and I could see off to the left where we walked by the previous day, and we found a rub and a pretty good trail coming out of there. Um, so yeah, we we were set up by like one thirty, and. It was kind of, it was kind of chilly. I had to turn, I had to turn my heated layers, under layers on. He'd gotten, he'd gotten soft from sitting in that glam box blind with uh, the heater in it. I know, I know, I, it kind of got to me. It's 
pretty nice. Um, so yeah, my setup, we, I, uh, set up over in the inside corner there, the first inside corner and, uh, perfect setup, uh, popple tree, couple pines around it. In fact, I had to like bushwhack through the pines to get up into it. Uh, but a great backdrop and just no way, you know, strong side. The, the only shot was a strong side, which was perfect. Made it uh, a very nice set. Did you have your back to the woods, or were you on the left I was side? On, I was on the left side of the tree. Okay. I was on the, you know, sitting so my left side was, can't talk right now. It's been a long day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, so I get a text from Pat at about, I don't know, what was it, 530? Uh, actually, yeah, I can just look. I buck, was... buck coming, buck coming, that's the text. Yeah, so that was at... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, probably like 4.30. I'm, see, time change. Yeah, I know. Um, shoot, okay. Yeah, it was like it was 5.06. So I saw it coming from across the field. I saw a deer out the field. So I grabbed my binos and uh, took a quick peek, and it was a pretty nice buck. Like, it would have been the biggest buck I would have shot with my bow. Um, I mean, I've shot a decent amount of deer with my bow, but mostly does... One spike and one small six. This one was at the ears. It was it had some decent height. I mean, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna not pass it. So yep. he was kind of he was by himself and walking towards me, and I had enough time to text you that there was a buck coming. Um, but he was walking straight at me, so I grabbed my bow off the hanger and. I'm literally sitting with my bow above the bridge of my saddle because he cannot pick a friggin' side that he wants to walk, whether he's going to walk towards you or walk to my left because I'm kind of sitting on a 90-degree point. So I'm just waiting there, waiting for him. Hindsight, looking back on it, I mean, he was, he was at like 20 yards. He'd go your way, then he'd go to my left. Then he go your way, then he came to my left. I hadn't drawn my bow yet by that point, and he was 20 yards away. He walked basically right up to the tree. He was probably five, six yards in front of me. And instead of staying on the field edge, like if he was just taking a 90 to his right, my left, on my strong side, I could have drawn real quick and taken a 15, 20 yard shot. But he kind of came into the woods, which was surprising because there was a down tree right there, so I didn't think he was going to come through that. But he did, and he stopped. So he came into that little, uh, inside those pines there, into that kind of like little clearing area? No, he came right into where I was sitting, right on the edge of the uh, poppins. Okay. The pines were off to my left. Oh, okay, so you you weren't that far down, I got you. No. Um, Yeah, so he took like three steps in there. Looked up and saw me. Jumped out into the field, but he stopped, like, because the wind was going from his, from him to me, so he didn't smell me. But he stopped in the field, broadside, probably twenty-five yards, on my weak side. I was gonna start drawing back, and they started walking. And on my weak side, it was wide open, like totally wide open, the whole entire way basically almost all the way behind me again. (laughs) 
I took my bow over to the weak side. And I'm only drawing 55 pounds because I switched out bows for whitetail season because when you sit a long time, you get stiff and trying to draw back 65 just sucks. I could not draw back 55 pounds on my weak side. I couldn't. More, was, more pizza. That will help you. More pizza. <laughs> and he was fucking standing there, probably 30 yards in the field looking. So even if I would have got off a shot, he was already alerted. So I probably would have had to aim lower, seeing that he would have most likely ducked it or spun out of it or something. But then he ran towards you, and he still didn't blow. He didn't totally run off. No, he just trotted by me. He kind of was looking for, you know, which way to go in. And uh, he didn't. I thought he was going to go right into uh, where the camera is, right in that uh, corner there. Where it's, you know, a nice trail coming out of that. It's a little more open. No, he went left and pile-drived into the pines. Yeah. I saw him go in there. And then I then I got blown out like 15 minutes later. I'm assuming it was him, but I don't know for sure. I know looking back on it, what I probably should have done was when he was still behind the... Because I had a couple of popples in front of me that had a lot of branches on them that were hiding me pretty well. I should have just drawn my bow on the strong side while he was still walking straight at me because I had the tree in front of me plus the branches and if he would have went to the weak side instead of going up over the top I could have just spun backwards to my left and spun around in my saddle and taken him on the weak side instead of going up and over mm-hmm. and then if he would have stayed on the strong side I already been I already would have been drawn I would have been wouldn't have been moving and I might have been able to get a shot at him. You never had a good shot at him on his uh, on your strong side. No, because once he stepped into that into the the popples in the corner, there were probably three or four, six seven foot popples where he walked into. Because I only had a window, I could shoot probably fifteen out to thirty thirty five yards on my strong side and weak side, but. Once he got into that, under that 15, those popples were in the way. I wouldn't have been able to take a poke. Like, he would have had to even walked underneath me, basically. And I had an opening underneath me. But he would have had to have done that, which he might have. I know it's all speculation, but could have, would have, should have. I mean, I guess that's learning lesson for next time. Mm-hmm. Which is hopefully tomorrow morning. Yeah, we're going back. We left everything in the tree. Yep. And I made the decision to hunt the whole day instead of driving back home. I think Pat's just moving to drivers. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, it was good. And we had uh, all of a sudden, a coy- well, Coyote let loose. I mean, like, had to have been right between us. I mean, it sounded like it was in uh, in my shorts, but it wasn't. Um and then it came, you saw it, right? No. You didn't see it, okay. There was a big doe on the field I was walking my way, though. Okay. And I was hoping she was going to walk right to me. But she didn't, and the coyote lit up, which sounded like a wolf right away. And then he must have ran towards you or she. Somehow he, he ended up in front of me because I all of a sudden I'm, I mean, it was, it was dark at that point, or pretty dark. And uh, I could see there was something out in front of the bush that's kind of like in the middle of where I'm at. And all of a sudden I took a step and I saw it was a coyote 
got the ball, went to pull back, and he looked right at me and gone. <laughs> and then that's must have, that must have been when he ran towards me because I heard. He must have. If he did, he had to have come. I wonder if there was another one because, I mean, he ran yeah, away cool. from me. That could be. Like he ran back towards the uh, the state property. Well, did you hear the coyotes yipping um, past the farmhouse towards that other big pile of woods, like past the goose decoys? Oh, all the way, like towards the west? Yeah. Did you hear no, that? I, I did not. Yeah, there was probably two or three that lit up over okay. that patch of woods. After that one let, let go? After, no, it was, it was after that one that we had by us went, went off. I heard a path over on that side light up. Um, but then that doe literally sat in that field in that same spot for probably 20 minutes. And I could not get out of my stand. And then there was a deer behind me. And then I heard grunting behind that doe. Mm-hmm. And then I heard grunting where that buck came out. So there, was a, there were two other bucks in there that were running around. Heck yeah. At freaking dark. Heck yeah. Well, hopefully the cameras light up tonight and we get a little photo evidence of what's out there. That would be nice. But either way, we're going back in the morning. But, I mean, one sit, a bunch of deer, decent buck. I mean, we've had, what, I got the property on Thursday. We scouted it on Friday. We got a picture of a nice buck Friday night, and we saw bucks tonight. So, I mean, I call that a win. And even when we scouted it, I mean, there were so many trails in and out of there. And it's like... Well, you got bedding. You got bedding on two sides of a a pine plantation. They're just going. I mean, it's plus that one that there's that thick part in that pine plantation that there's definitely bucks living in there. Yeah. Because there were scrapes and rubs all around that thing when I walked through it. It's like where do you sit? Exactly. There's that's the problem. It's too big a piece of property. Yeah. Where do you go? You can go deep. You can go on the outside. I mean, there's there's all sorts of spots. There's a plethora of locations. Yes. That was fun. I mean, heck yeah, I was jacked up. I'm so jacked up. Uh, I'm gonna wrap this thing up, and we're gonna we're gonna hit her in the morning. We'll give you a little update uh, tomorrow and let you know how we do. All jacked up on Mountain Dew. Damn right. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good evening. See ya.